0: Everybody back to finding my perfect awkward and this week I have to say we have somebody new but I have followed her on social media for ever and I love the fact that she is on this week hi McCall
1: hi thanks for having me I'm really excited
0: I'm really excited listen I I don't I don't even know how long maybe a year I have mm-hmm. followed you
1: Thank and
0: you. I'm like this girl is a badass. Thank like, you. She seems so sweet and I just, like, I wanted to meet you virtually at least.
1: Yeah, well, same. I mean, I think I think you're super awesome, so thank you. I really appreciate all of the compliments.
0: Oh, of course, and it's all true. It's all 100% true. Um, so, I, I want to get to know you, right? Okay. Like, now we've virtually met. Hi, mm-hmm. I'm Kira. Nice to meet you.
1: <laughs> Hi, Kira. Nice to meet you on the call.
0: I want to know, first of all, I want to know your radio journey. You know, okay. we're both radio nerds. So I want to know where you started and how you got to where you are.
1: So growing up, I used to listen to Rick Dees, uh, of course, because everybody listened to Rick Dees, you know? Yeah. And I used to listen to him on my way down to volleyball tournaments um, every single weekend. And he'd do the weekly top 40. And I I loved it. And I remember talking to my mom and telling her that I wanted to do that. And bless my mom. She was always like, you can do anything you want to. So <laughs> forward, I ended up moving to, um, a little town called Vernal in Utah. That's kind of like a, it's like Eastern Utah, very oil field town. Mm-hmm. Um, my boyfriend lived out there and I moved out there to be with him. And, um, anyway, I was listening to the radio one day and I was telling Dustin how much I loved it. Cause it was so like eclectic and weird. Like it didn't have any sort of rhyme or reason to it. Yeah. And uh, he was like, okay, we'll do it, you know? So he, uh, he was super supportive in it. And I was working at a bank, and there was a lady who came into the bank one day to deposit a check. And she's like, I work over at the radio station, and I ran across the lobby in my high heels over to the drive-thru. <laughs> like, Wait, how do I get a job there? Like, I need to work there. And she said, Oh, well, you just come in, and you talk to the boss. And so I did. And, uh, I got an internship and it was great. And then like, I don't know, maybe two months later, the afternoon guy got fired because he went to jail and didn't Mm. show up for a shift. Matter of fact, it was on April Fool's Day. So I literally just celebrated it yesterday as my like eighth anniversary of actually being officially in radio.
0: I mean like good for you, but also (laughs) circumstances
1: wild. Right. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, right time, right place type of a situation. So ended up going on and I was in the afternoon show from then on probably what's it been probably three how how many years three and a half years or something like that four years I don't remember but <laughs> I, mean, I was there in the afternoon and we were looking at moving we were looking at remodeling a house in northern Utah about four and a half hours away and uh Dustin said, what do you think of this? And I was like, that's great. I can probably find a job anywhere that I go. It's not going to be that big of a deal Mm -hmm. if we go up there. Um, We made an offer on the house. No, we drove up to look at the house, decided that we liked it on our way home. I heard an ad on the radio that said that there was a broadcaster's job fair that was happening like that Wednesday. So I took that Wednesday off, drove to Salt Lake, met with a bunch of people and met with the owners of the radio station, the uh, Cache Valley media group that I'm at now and met with them, ended up getting a job there on the morning show. Like it was just, it was crazy. So, yeah. So I have been, I was on the morning show until about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that. Now I'm on nights and I'm on 6 to 10 p.m. And um then I've got four other stations across the state of Utah that I'm voice tracked on because at the same time that I met the owners of this radio station, I met the owners of a radio group in central Utah. And they were like, We want to hire you too. And I was like, Well, I literally just accepted this job, (laughs) like not even a day before. Oh
0: my goodness.
1: It was it was, I mean, long process of getting hired, but it was insane. So and now here I am. So, Isn't it
0: crazy how it happens? Like you accept a job and then it's like, wait, no, there's this other thing too. And you're like, well,
1: I, I had nothing. And then I had this and now I have everything. Like, I don't know what to do. You know, and that's so interesting because I think a lot of that comes in with like mindset. It turns into like a mindset thing because as soon as you start seeing things coming in, it becomes this like abundance mindset that you get into. Yeah. And so obviously you see it and then you're attracting those things so that's so true a little insight that's what I think maybe I'm wrong but
0: no I think I think that's true and I think that we speak it out like as soon as we're like oh my gosh I have this and I feel great Mm
1: -hmm. and I
0: am speaking all of this positivity out into the air well all this positive stuff is going to come to you now now that you're speaking it out absolutely yeah yeah for sure uh so (laughs) now you're where you're at okay Mm -hmm. you have an afternoon show night show
1: Night show. Yep. Night show. You have a night show.
0: Okay, perfect. You have a night show. What do you, like, what do you see? Like, what
1: do you want? What is the goal for McCall? Dude, I want to do everything. I mean. <laughs> Good my, answer. My perfect ultimate answer. goal. I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've made this a point in my life that my ultimate goal is to do everything. Because if I don't do it, I don't know that I don't like it. Yeah. And so it's like uh why not try it, you know? So yeah. currently I'm doing radio, I've got my different shows. I'm also the marketing director at infuse hydration. So the water bottles that have the different like cartridge that comes out and you can change yeah. from water to flavor and stuff. So oh I'm my a gosh. Charge- Sorry, side through- note is yes. that is
0: that how is that yeah. Sarah Sarah has this thing? Yeah, her yeah. okay. That's the same yeah. thing.
1: Okay, yeah, it is. So um yeah, marketing director at Infuse Hydration, manage all of their influencers and um, email marketing. And then I'm on town council and what else am I doing? Social media management for a couple of different businesses. So, wow. Yeah, cool. I mean, I,
0: I, everybody that I know has a side gig of some sort. They're always mm-hmm. like, you know, what I do radio and I do all of these different jobs for radio, but then I do this, this and that mm-hmm. on the side. Because I just enjoy it. Like that's it's it's awesome.
1: Yeah. It's it's something that I mean, I think as radio people, um we're kind of wired differently. Like I I think creativity wise, it's just you have to I feel like you have to be creative and you have to kind of be dabbling in I also feel like
0: uh media people in general are wired to hustle. Agreed. We are our creativity yes but along with that it's like oh no we always got to be going doing something everything has to be going all gears at all times
1: yeah because it's like if you're not going to do it somebody else will right so you may as well be the one that does it
0: exactly and if you're willing to learn and you're gonna do that's it like you're that you're set yeah yeah for sure um it's it's also crazy how like everybody's stories are different. So like radio is such a small world mm-hmm. and circumstances can be completely different and you could start a completely different way than somebody else, but it's the same world. Like it's the same mindset. It's the same creativity yeah. niche.
1: That's the thing that I love the most. I mean, going to different broadcast um, conferences, I've always gone to morning show bootcamp. I love morning show bootcamp um they do such a great job every single year and i did um country radio seminar a couple of years ago um during covid because it was all uh virtual mm-hmm. and so i was able to actually actually go virtually be a part of it and the networking that happened was something that i have been i've been so grateful for ever since i mean there's so many connections that i've made and there's something about being around people, because it feels like you're so alone, like genuinely, you feel like nobody understands it. Nobody understands this passion and this drive and this desire to create things and do it in a radio space, you know, cause people, people don't get it. And to be able to be around those kinds of people who are also in that same mindset is yeah. there, it's glorious. Like it's so beautiful and it's so it creative is. and it's just a beautiful like energy to be around. Oh, for sure. What, what happened? I almost knocked my water bottle over. It's oh, fine. God. <laughs> oh, God.
0: Oh, um, God. I entirely agree. There's something about the energy. There's something about you walk into a room full of
1: radio people and you know you're in a room full of radio people. It's high, high frequency energy. Yeah. It's, it's vibrating, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, it's fun. You know, it's going to be a good time.
1: I know, like caffeine and stale jokes sometimes, but it's fine. <laughs>
0: Hey, dad jokes, dad Fun. jokes.
1: I love dad jokes. They're my favorite. <laughs>
0: They're the best. <laughs> that's basically what radio people thrive on.
1: <laughs> Dude, for real.
0: <laughs> what's an imp- Okay, so what's an impression
1: that you can do of somebody or something? An impression? Yeah. Dude, I, I don't think I can. Oh, I got a really good Russell Brandt impression. And I don't know if that's great, but like I, <laughs> I used to live into it all the time and it was the most wild it was the most wild thing and it's probably awful like somebody's gonna listen to this and then they're gonna send me a message and be like do not besmirch Russell Brand like this right now. So I mean I'll apologize in advance <laughs> before I do it before anybody's like <laughs> right. McCall I hate you.
0: No it's fine. Uh, Car- Carla Marie and Anthony attempted to do animal noises.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: They failed is it really <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Like I I need to, Marie was an elephant in a past life. I'm convinced (laughs) that's fair. That's fair,
1: (laughs) dude. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Let's see how, I don't even know how to slip into it. Like every once, every, every once in a while, it just comes out and it's just like this, mm, this, (laughs) I don't, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't know what to say. Oi, I am I'm, I'm on finding <laughs> my perfect awkward um with Kira right now and and I just you know you know what, mate? I just I don't know.
0: <laughs> it's actually ramble. not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. You're, the accent is on point. For Thanks. sure. You got the Thanks. accent.
1: Thanks. I watched Get <laughs> Into the Greek one too many times, so I can way throw back.
0: Uh so <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's so funny
1: it's okay it's okay yeah. I appreciate that
0: do I can't do an impression that's the thing I, I'm living I'm living through you people
1: oh I love that well growing up I remember when I was in I don't know third grade or something and I had like three of my friends because Harry Potter was really big you know oh, everybody that that show was finished. and so everybody me and my friends would slip into this like this English accent. And we just talk with each other like that. And I remember there was like a teacher's aide that came up to us and was asking like where we were from. And I was like, uh, Brigham City, what do you want me to tell you? Like, she was like, oh my gosh. But I don't know if she was doing it because, you know, teachers are like, oh, that's cute. Here, let's encourage them to continue doing this terrible accent or if she was like serious, but third grade me was like, obviously I can pass as if I'm British. Like, Oh, of course you can.
0: Of course.
1: I just, I don't know.
0: Don't ruin a third third graders dream.
1: Yes. Every other, every third graders dream. I I feel like, um, I wish I could do like an Australian accent or like an Irish accent, but I, I can't like Australian I'm okay for a minute, but not very well for, A long time.
0: I've tried British. I can't. I okay. Accents. Mm -hmm. My accents will come out if I don't try. If I'm just talking and being silly, I I think they're okay. If I actually try to do one, it's just Mm -hmm. my normal voice. There's nothing.
1: Mm -hmm. I I get that.
0: Yeah. There's nothing. I. It's annoying to be honest, because I'm like, oh, Kira, what what can you do? Nothing. I can right. talk in my regular voice and I make mouth noises awkwardly at the most random times. Yeah. That's
1: basically like and my. Always Always when it's recording.
0: Oh uh, yeah. When it is, when it's not cameras on, cameras off, mics I, on, mics off. It's. it's yeah. just, somebody told me my brain blue screens.
1: <laughs> I feel that. I <laughs> beyond feel that. I like, that's one thing for me that I get pretty consistently is like a, like I have to be focusing. So I got, I actually just started on medication a couple of weeks ago for uh, ADHD
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: it's been wild. Like I feel like so many doors have opened because I don't have to fight with my brain to actually do something anymore. Yeah. You're not in
0: 30 different places.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's insane. And so like working (laughs) in the marketing doing the marketing director stuff it's been n- phenomenal night and day difference you know just insane i mean
0: pfft. i i my whole thing is like my brain goes goes blank
1: mm-hmm.
0: so i'll have th- this isn't like adhd or anything so I when i don't understand that but like my brain blanks out randomly and mm-hmm. I just, I'm in the middle of a sentence and I'm like, then just stop. I wish I knew what the next word I was going to say was, but I have no idea. Yeah. I would love to just move on now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is your favorite movie with the female lead? That's a tough one. Um, Cause I am, I'm terrible at watching movies. I'm you're terrible. terrible at watching movies? Yeah. Do you like, just
0: like, you're like, oh, I should be doing this instead.
1: Yeah. So my head is like, not usually in like a super focused place anytime I'm watching movies. So, um, and then, and then I'm like, oh, uh, the hunger games has a woman in it. And so then I'm like trying to, I'm just like, I'm just like buffering. I'm buffering big time. Um, I understand (laughs) like growing up. I don't even know so I'm going to tell you mine. Mine is Devil Wears Prada. Oh, I love Devil Wears Prada. I love Devil Wears Prada. I love Kate Hudson. I think okay, she's like, Hudson. I mean, just Almost anything. Almost famous. Kate in, dude, I love Kate Hudson. I think I think she's awesome. Um, yeah, I just don't know. I just don't know. There's so many.
0: There's so I know.
1: many. <laughs> There's not enough, but there are so many that I can't wrap my brain around.
0: Who's your favorite? female, who is a female role model for
1: you? Um, I love Halsey. I think she is iconic. I think the way that she is outspoken about the things that she believes in and driven to go and do the things that she wants to do, but then also doesn't take any, any crap from anybody. um, I adore that in her. Um, I also really admire, uh, I love Taylor Swift obviously. I mean, I just do, uh, I've loved her since I was young. And so being able to grow up and see the way that she's also grown up and then also gained her voice and that power. And then, you know, I mean, going to court for a dollar in, you know, her sexual harassment case, it's beautiful. Like I, I love her. I think she's incredibly talented Rihanna. I'm also very, very inspired by pink. I think is just the baddest ass I've ever experienced. I think she is so, um, the way she raises her kids is beautiful. The way the connection that she has with, uh, Willow is beautiful. And I just, I admire her. And I would never want to t- pick a fight with her because I think she'd punch me directly in the face, with her words. <laughs> not physically, but with her words, I would be like, wow, I feel so stupid now.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. What is something you would tell your younger self?
1: Mm, it gets better. And to be way less judgmental of people like growing up, I feel like I was really judgmental of a lot of people, but I I thought I was doing it in like a loving way. And it was this interesting concept that I feel like I had. And, you know, I thought that I was loving unconditionally a lot of people, but really it was, it was not, um, but i think about that a lot i think about the way that my younger self would perceive me now like i think my younger self would think that i was such a cool human like she's out there doing all of these different things but i feel like if i were to say that's you she would also be like no that's not her like that's not me so i i don't know i think i'd i'd probably tell her to be a little bit more open minded
0: that's fair. That's fair. Um, that one always, the 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 question always gets me because it's like, well, like you you everything happens for a reason, right? Like everything happened to you when you were younger for a reason. That that's how you got here. If you told yeah. them something to change that, you wouldn't be where you are. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, well, yeah, but maybe it would have been a little bit easier to get where I am. Like yeah. maybe maybe something would have changed, but what if that change was, hey, it's a little bit more it's a little bit easier. it's <clears throat> it's a little bit easier. It's a little bit more um it's a little bit more what's the word bearable mm-hmm. to get there,
1: yeah. And you know, I think a lot of the times we i don't know, for myself, especially, I can look back at things in my past as, you know, a younger kid. And, um, like, I think my heart was in the right place with a lot of things, but, you know, I, I don't think I had the confidence either to, um, stand up for myself in a lot of different situations. And I mean, maybe go to therapy earlier. That might, that might be a good thing to tell myself, you know, um, but then yeah, also be Be confident enough in who it is that you are and stand firmly in that and be okay with it, you know? Yeah. I think a
0: lot of people need to hear that, like need to be like, hey, maybe I should do that too. Because I feel like that puts your mind at ease Mm
1: -hmm. more so.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Most embarrassing moment
1: ever. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> I know there's
0: a lot. Pick, pick one, big one.
1: Um. So I was, how old was I? This was just a couple of years ago. <laughs> most, most of my embarrassing moments involve throwing myself on the floor in one way or another, like tripping or oh. falling or <laughs> very uncoordinated. She's very, very uncoordinated. I feel that. So. Um, it would probably have to be a tie number one. I mean, I, it's like later embarrassment because I didn't feel embarrassment in the moment, but now I feel embarrassment for my mom for the way that I was. Um, when I was like probably 13 years old, I met my mom's boss who was the County attorney and he was wearing a cowboy hat. We were at the fair, whatever. My mom's like, boss, this is my daughter, McCall McCall. This is my boss. And why did I feel it? Necessary. I don't know, but I went down, went up and I just like smacked his hat down, like the cap that the tip of his hat. My mom was like, Oh, why did you do that? I'm like, I have no idea. Like looking back, I have no idea why I did that. And so I still feel like guilty and like I should probably write that guy a letter and be like, Hey, I'd like to apologize for the things that I did in the past, like slightly embarrassed now, was not nearly as embarrassed then. When was this? I was like 13 years old. So it had to have been like 15 years ago. So it's like
0: old enough to know that doing that is not socially acceptable, but I, like,
1: I mean, I probably should have known, but I don't know that <laughs> but I did you it. did it. So I, I was like, whatever. Cause I lived, I lived in like quote unquote country, but I was not in country. Like I did not live in the country. And so I live in the country like now and you know, I know things now. So I'm like, wow, that was really disrespectful. So I feel that. And then the other one, um, (laughs) which is two of them that I can, That's definitely a tie. The second one, I was uh, filming a music video and um, we were bowling and I I don't know how I did it. I have no idea, but I threw myself down the lane of the bowling alley um, (laughs) instead of the ball. (laughs) And I tripped, dude, I have no idea how it happened. My ankle swelled up so bad. And I was so embarrassed because I was like, we're filming a music video right now. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what to do. And so I got up and everyone's like, Oh McCall, are you okay? I'm great. This is fine. And so I walked into the bathroom and I felt like I was going to pass out. I'm sure it's because I was so embarrassed because I was just standing there. Like, Oh my gosh. How did that happen? I have no idea. And there was, I, I I was floored. I was floored by it. And then I went out and I sat down and I just was like, I would, I would like to pass away now. I don't know what just happened.
0: It's like your wires crossed and you moved
1: the wrong end of your body and threw your body. (laughs) It was terrible. Dude, my ankle was so sprained. Like, It was so sprained and so swollen. So I didn't know if I was going to pass out because I was so embarrassed or pass out because it hurt so bad. Like, I was divided between the two of them. And I called Dustin and I was like, hey, can you come get me? And he's like, where are you? I was like, I'm at the bowling alley. And he's like, no, you can drive home because it's not that far away and it'll be okay. I was fine. I ended up being fine. But I was so embarrassed. It's only, you want to disappear in embarrassment
0: more than anything else. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was terrible. <laughs> it was so, so bad. And then last week, maybe also another embarrassing moment last week, I was walking in the grocery store that in my old hometown that, you know, everybody still kind of works there that was still living there in high school and everything. And so I was walking in and I had these really cute high heels on, and I hit like a puddle of water on this concrete floor and I slipped and like, again, threw myself like forward and I skinned up my knees in my like ripped up pants and I just like got up and went into the bathroom and closed the door as fast as I could. Cause I was like, what just happened? Like, I cannot believe that I just did this. Cause I, w- I felt like I was like having a hot girl walk, like walking into that grocery store. Like, yeah, I know. I know. I feel really good, and then I, yeah, then I threw myself. And then on the you floor. were on the ground. And then I was on the ground, and I was like, oh, "That's perfect. I love that."
0: I'll make you feel a little bit better, though. Okay, uh, have you ever laughed so hard that you like, you know, you know that saying? You laugh so hard, you wet yourself. Like, yeah. oh my god, I'm gonna pee myself. I'm laughing so hard. Yeah. Well,
1: uh, oh,
0: so I was at the mall with one of my best friends at that time. Oh no. And I was 20. Mhm. Maybe. <laughs> oh my gosh. And we're walking around and it's winter time. This mm-hmm. is pertinent to the story. It's winter time. I have oh a sweatshirt God. on and a bralette underneath, leggings. Well, I uh laughed so hard to something no. that was said that I dropped to the floor. And I am laughing so hard on my knees. On the mall floor, second story, like on the mall floor, just dogging, like I'm crying. I can't stop. So long story short, I had to take off my sweatshirt and put it around my waist because I couldn't, I, at that time, I couldn't afford to buy new, new pants. I couldn't buy jeans, go to Hollister and buy jeans or anywhere and buy jeans. You know, I didn't have the $15 to buy pants. Uh, so, I walked outside in 35 degree weather oh in a bralette, gosh. my sweatshirt around my waist, and we were in public. We were in a mall. So, I wet myself because I laughed so hard. Gosh, in that's,
1: that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's not awesome. I mean, looking back, it's it's like great, but in the moment, looking it's back, like. Looking back, I'm I like,
0: really oh, that's really a funny great. story. But yeah. at the time, I was like, why? Why um, didn't you just use $15 and buy new pants, first of all? Oh. That's
1: awful. That is awful.
0: <laughs> well, and you know in a mall, like you can't find a bathroom. When no, you need a bathroom, not. they're nowhere to be found. No, no. No, they're in like little crevices.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So when you when you really have to go, you can't find one. And I was paralyzed from laughter. So there was really no way.
1: That's terrible. <laughs> that was great.
0: <sighs> Just to make <laughs> you feel a little bit better.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: You know, you're not alone. Thank you. <laughs> Anytime. I got more, but (laughs) anytime. (laughs) And then I like asking this question because there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of different stacks that you, that people do. There's a lot of people stacks that, you know, it it represents you and it shows what you really like and it it represents you for festivals. Mm -hmm music festivals. If you could create your own, it's the McCall festival.
1: Who's at it? Oh, Casey Musgraves would be there. Oh, done. Yes. Would marry her in a minute. Zero question about it. (laughs) Um, Casey Musgraves would be there probably also, I mean, Taylor Swift would be good. Halsey would be great. Um, I would love to watch Rihanna if she'd ever do concerts again. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to. I'm trying to go all across the board. Tyler Childers would be there. I enjoy his music a lot. Very talented. Mm-hmm. Um. Who else, I love. I love music. Like it's. I. It's I, hard to
0: choose, right? Nice. Because you're trying to go through every dimension of your brain and be like, well, mm-hmm. I love this person. I love this music. And I love this song.
1: Um, Kid Cudi. I really enjoy also. Um I know I'm just like going I'm going through. Let me look. So it's like a so far it's like an indie pop. Maybe some fitty scent, maybe.
0: Oh, mixed with okay, not so I indie pop anymore. Everything. I mean
1: we're talking, we're talking <laughs> everything. Um that's what I've been listening to recently is uh fitty. Probably Megan The Stallion, love her. Dobe oh, cat. love
0: Megan The Stallion.
1: Um, probably, let's see. I'm just I'm scrolling through my music right now. <laughs> Nelly Furtado, because why not? Absolutely. Um, I like M.I.A. Carrie Hilson's pretty good. I don't know. Lots of there's so many. Good variety
0: though. Good variety. For a music festival, you want to envelop a whole bunch of
1: demographics at once. Shania Twain. If Shania Twain would come, game over. Queen of country. Well, yeah, Dolly Parton too, but I mean Yeah, Dolly also get her on the stage. Like Mm
0: -hmm. just put her on the like you don't she doesn't even have to necessarily sing. Just have her talk to the
1: audience or somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. Absolutely. Love her. Miranda, uh, Miranda Lambert. I like I like Miranda Lambert. She scares me. She scares you. She would punch me directly in the face and not with words, just with her fist. <laughs> She's I a like, Mar- oh, yeah. I like yeah. Miranda Lambert, but she terrifies me. Um,
0: I have some people like that, but not celebrities. So really? i I try not to with celebrities, I don't know them personally. So even though I might idolize them in a way that mm-hmm. is like, oh, like you're an awesome celebrity um i try not to like judge them because i don't know them personally unless they do something like really bad right yeah but it's more with like people not famous like that like to be yeah. honest <laughs> way intimidated in a good way as in like oh my gosh she's
1: such a badass can i Thank you. can i message her that's so nice no seriously i you know that's that's one thing i love the I love a lot of people in radio I feel like there's a lot of people in radio who are so open-minded to being like conversational and I want to be one of those people and so I feel like I try really hard to like message a bunch of people and just be like yo hey like your stuff killing it thumbs up emoji here's a heart emoji like because I I do I want to be like inclusive and and stuff like that
0: I try my best to be bubbly outgoing Mm -hmm. because I'm an extrovert being forced to be a little hermity right right now and I don't Mm -hmm. like it so I do my best to try to get out there more because I'm in a new space and need to do that and my extrovertedness is like (gasps) do Mm -hmm. it overload um but it it's like um even though I try my best to, to to be bubbly and everything and being outgoing, it's like there's still some people where I'm like, uh, you're so cool. I don't know if I – I don't know if I can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, can I message you? Can – like, um, Sean Tempesta. Yes. He was intimidated of Carla, Marie, and Anthony until he realized that they were just as awkward as the rest of us. Right. And, and it wasn't so bad. Um, right. Same thing here. Um, and same thing with you. Like, for me, with you, it's the same thing. I'm like, you're so cool. Thank you. Um, what, what do I say? Hi, hi seems lame. Do I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have been lame. No, I, I, uh, I really appreciate that. It's yeah. It, it's so crazy because like I said earlier, I mean, it's like everybody in radio is in radio to try and I think be humorous and also to try and you know, incorporate other humans. Like our whole goal as radio people is to entertain. And the only way you can entertain is if you have an audience. So like most people I feel like are open-minded to making connections.
0: No idea. I had something ready. And then all of a sudden it was like, <laughs> bye. <laughs> no, there's this. Um, buffer. Mouth noises. That's what that okay. is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when I when I got COVID end of January of this mm-hmm. year, and Dude, ever since then it's yeah. been short term memory suck. Wild. Sucky. Yeah. yeah. It's awful. And it, like my I buffered before. I was an yeah. error four or four message constantly before, and then I got that. And now my short term memory is like no, mm-hmm. we're not going to mm-hmm. work for you. <laughs> Uh, but thank you so much McCall for being on this episode you are uh, awesome seriously you're awesome you're uh one of my people that I look up to and I'm so glad I could virtually meet you
1: dude of course and seriously thank you so much for even like reaching out to me like it 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 makes my whole soul content so thank you so much (laughs) (laughs) where can people find you on social if you want to be found Yeah, I am at the McCall Taylor, T-H-E-M-C-C-A-L-L, Taylor, uh, on everything. I mean, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I don't use Twitter very often. I'm more active on like TikTok and Instagram um, more so than anything. So I don't really ever use Facebook, but I'm there regardless. (laughs) Same Zs. Yeah, I'm, I'm there on everything. Uh, if you ever want to email me or anything, demoncalltaylor@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Just kept it kind of generic and simple for everything. So it's consistent.